With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. He is Jeff Schwartz. I am Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. In for Clay Travis here. My guy, Jeff Schwartz. What's the hell is, what the hell is happening here on a Tuesday morning, my friend? Well, I'm doing far better than the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. So at least I'm doing good and better than someone else. So I feel well, good this morning. Why did they lose to the Bengals? No way they lost to the Bengals, did they? Uh, no, I mean, look, it's very un- it's very unlike Mike Tomlin teams to play terribly as large road favorites. And so um, what's interesting is that, that, that playing bad in the situation is something that they've always done in this spot, right? Large road favorites, I think in Tomlin's career, two and nine as a double-digit road favorite. The problem is it's how they played terribly, and they obviously ended up losing. And wow, um, in just a span of a month, the Steelers go from, hey, we might, you know, we, we might be Super Bowl caliber team to, hey, we might actually, there's a path to not even make the playoffs right now. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. And if you if you were to look at just the in- so they suffer a couple of devastating injuries on defense, obviously with Bush, um, and then Bud Dupree goes down. But I don't have any real. I don't. I don't look at the defense and go, man, that really concerns me. It's all on the offense. They're, it's just it's broken. There's nothing. They can't run the ball. Um, they're one of the worst rushing attacks in the NFL. Roethlisberger looks like a shell of himself, and I don't know if it's the still trying to bounce back from the injury, or maybe this is just a re- reality of his age and the pounding that his body has taken. But they do not look good at all. This does not look like an offense that I would even put next to I mean outside of Miami 
of the playoff teams that we're looking at, potential playoff teams, do the Steelers have a better offense than anybody outside of Miami right now in the AFC? I don't know that they do. I, I, I think the, I think they're the worst. Uh, look, uh, Miami is conservative because they just want to be with Tua. Like they've shown times this year, whether it's against the Chiefs or against the Cardinals, even about a month ago now, where if needed, they can go ahead and make things happen. But here's also the thing: is that out of all the teams that are possibly in the playoffs in, in any side, AFC, NFC, there's two quarterbacks that cannot move. Philip Rivers and Big Ben. But Philip Rivers is an offense that is set up for that, right? Run the football, quick passing game, great offensive line. Uh, he's, and he can move enough to, to make it work. But Ben can't do any of that. So the problem is that they're in an, in a stale offense with a quarterback that can't move and can't even create with his legs where Tua can move. He had a rushing touchdown this weekend. He can create things with his legs if needed. Uh, Mike Tomlin spoke with the media after the game, and I'll give credit. I'll give Mike Tomlin credit for this. Man, he calls it like he sees it. He does not pull any punches. Here's what he had to say about his own team. We got a lot of work to do. We're not a good football group right now, and so uh, we understand the consequences that come with that. We're working on a short week. We got to be better than what we've been, and that's just the reality of it. Hey, Mike, uh, the objective is always to uh, get into the playoffs and move through the playoffs. What's your level of concern right now as you're getting close in the way the club's performing? You know, I don't have a playoff-type perspective, as I sit here. I got a, you know, I got a six-day perspective in terms of our next outing, and that is nothing new. You know, we're, we're one foot in front of the other in terms of our mindset. We're singularly, professionally focused regardless of the outcome of football games, and so that's where our head's at. What's the solution, Jeff Schwartz? What do you do? You're, you're the, I, I, give, I give you the power. I say, all right, Jeff, here you go, man. Uh, we, we, we've seen you make your comments on Twitter. Here you go. you got to fix the issue. How do we fix this problem in Pittsburgh on offense? Well, I think I think it's too late now. Um, this is a problem that will need an off. I mean, I mean, that, for Christ's sakes, at least give Steeler fans some hope. Well, it's already I'll, too I mean, late. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Uh, and, and look, Tampa Bay is going through the same problem, right? Which is kind of a lack of offensive identity. At least Tampa Bay at times does look competent, and they're you know they had a thirty-one point half this weekend. Um, is there kind of a, an identity crisis in Pittsburgh of what you want to be? And there's there's many. I'm glad we have a three-hour show to discuss all this. Everyone talks about the run game. And, and sure, the offensive line has not played well, but they're really good at, at pass blocking. And, and they just didn't, like, unlearn how to run block. The problem is the scheme. Is they're from shotgun all the time. I played an offense in the NFL that was in shotgun the entire game trying to run the football. You have like three run plays. That's it. And guess what? The defense knows you have three run plays. And the defense knows that, hey, this offensive line, they're in, they're in two-point stances. They're kind of up off the ground. They're not low to the ground. And they get dominated. I've been part of it. I was a really excellent run blocker before I got into this offense. All of a sudden, all of us couldn't run block anymore. It, it didn't it didn't I didn't become a, a less good run blocker overnight. It's it's I'm up in a two point stance. There's three different run plays. That's it. And when you're in shotgun too, and the Steelers you know know this as well as I do, Big Ben's not going anywhere. So that's one less person the defense has to worry about. Most of the teams that run from shotgun, like the Chiefs, the Chiefs run most of their offense from shotgun. And they're not the best rushing football team, but Pat Mahomes might run the ball every now and then, right? And there's no threat of that with Big Ben whatsoever. You know, oh, well, they run RPOs. They're terrible running RPOs. I do not know why the Steelers are so stuck in the mud about running RPOs. It's called a run 
pass option. The problem with it is that they only pass the ball from it. There's no run option and there's no quarterback run option. So the reason why you run RPOs, the option part of it, there's not there because they don't do any of that. They throw the ball every single time they run RPO. Um, and so you have these two issues plus, and this is, and this is something that I think is important to talk about when it comes to why an offense struggles. It's often just not one thing, right? So here I just mentioned the offensive line. I mentioned the the RPOs. I mentioned the scheme. And let's talk about the passing game. Big Ben was not good last night. He missed open guys. Yeah. But when you watch them play and you watch other teams of playoff caliber play, offense, let's, let's talk about the AFC only. Chiefs, Titans, Bills. Um, do you, when you watch those teams play, you're like, wow, that guy's wide open. Do we ever watch the Steelers and think to ourselves, wow, that guy's wide open. No. Almost never. That's yeah. the problem. Where, where are the and I, I get it. He missed cha- he missed Claypool on a post route. Okay, one one time. When I watch the Chiefs play, I'm like, oh, Tyreek Hill's wide open. Oh, Travis Kelsey. Oh, look, he's wide open. Oh, AJ Brown, wide open. Oh, look, oh, Stephon Diggs, he's open again. Where is this constant open where are they at in, in the Steelers offense? It looks so hard to get a yard in this offense. And that is that just receivers? Now. Is that receivers not being able to create separation, or is that whatever the offensive I, game plan is? I think it's whatever the offense game plan is. Um, if you watch them, so if if you are an offense that is going to be kind of stagnant, and the Steelers see this is the thing with the Steelers. So they have Matt Canada, who is their quarterback coach, I believe, and he if if people know that name sounds familiar he was in the college game for a while and his deal is he's big into the fly sweep motion right fly action where the where wide receivers you know run across the line of scrimmage before the snap and get the ball we saw chase Cape, uh, chase claypool take a handoff and go backwards for about nine yards last night that's what matt canada does um but they don't always do that so they they're often in stagnant formations and when you're in stagnant formations which is what, look, Peyton Manning did that for his entire career. You, you can do that, but you have to be actually spread out. And the Steelers condense their formations too much. So if you are a stagnant formation, you have to spread everything out so the quarterback can read the defense. And then that's the point of it, right? You keep everyone still, you read the defense, and you pick apart the defense. Well, Ben doesn't do that either. Um, and so... If you're if you're going to be stagnant, you can't be in closed formations. If you want to move guys around a bunch, the Chiefs do this a ton. The Niners, okay, fine, move guys around, but they don't do that either. So they're kind of again, they don't really have an offensive identity. They're stuck in a bunch of different things they try to do. And when you're struggling, again, it's not just one player. It's not just Ben. It's Ben messes up one play, and then the OC calls a terrible play, and then the right guard messes up, and then it's the running back, and then it's the wide receiver. You know, doesn't catch the ball. These things just spiral back. You know, kind of spiral, 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 and that's what we have right now. The the drops have also been an issue. I think it was uh, yeah. I, they mentioned it last night. Deontay Johnson, who actually had a decent bounce back game for them, but Deontay Johnson has more drops himself than I think four teams combined. That sounds about right. I think he has like twelve or thirteen. That's yeah. thirty two going to this game. Yeah, and and so yeah, it, it it there's there's a bunch of stuff that's going on, but I just was. And I tried to give them the benefit of the doubt because I looked at Pittsburgh a few weeks ago when they started to struggle a little bit, and I thought, okay, well, maybe there's some fatigue because they really didn't get a bye week. I mean, the bye week they had, they were kind of practicing because they weren't sure if they were going to play, and then they, their games got, got pushed back, and things were just sort of thrown all out of whack. And so when I started to see them struggle a little bit, I said, okay, well, maybe this is just part of the 
fatigue, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and at least give him a little bit of time before I, I'm ready to just you know throw in throw my hands up and say, all right, Pittsburgh just isn't a, isn't a very good team right now and not a team that's a legitimate threat to compete with anybody right. in the AFC for a championship. And then I'm watching last night, and man, you and I were texting. I never got the sense that they were really had an opportunity to try and close the gap. You know what I mean? Like I felt like they they scored and it but even going to that last drive it just was like, "Uh, eh, I don't feel great about this." And this is now three straight losses. Um they're not scoring the football. I I think uh, this is the the longest stretch they've gone without scoring 20 points in a game um you know in in years and years. It it's just it seems broke. Tomlin seems at a loss at this point. He's tried everything. He ripped him after the Washington game. He ripped him after uh, one of the other losses. I I, just, I look at him now and I go, maybe we were just wrong. Maybe this is just a compiling of of age and 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 fatigue and whatnot. And and to your point, maybe there's a game plan issue. But they look completely broken. And to the original point, I don't know. I don't know of all the playoff teams that they're a better offense than any of them. Honest to God. They're not, um, and I warned some of their fans this for a couple of weeks now. I was like, hey, guys, look, the, the, the way you beat the Chiefs in, is you score points. You outscore them. Defense, look, the Saints this weekend were fabulous on defense. The Chiefs scored 32 points. Yeah. I mean, the Niners last year in the Super Bowl, the MVP, the best player on the field last year for the Super Bowl was Nick Bosa. Yeah, was, he was the, awesome. the rookie, the rookie defensive end. What'd your brother? Ch- what'd your brother say about having to deal with him? Uh, he was mostly over Eric Fisher, but I know that my brother has gone against Joey Bosa a bunch. They're not fun. I remember um, Mitch played Bosa was now 2016 his rookie year and texted me after the game was like, "This kid is legit. Like, he's really good." <laughs> but I mean, um, what, what was the conversation like on the sidelines? Was I mean, they, just I just you know, Eric Fisher was just. It, <laughs> Uh, it was it was tough. It was tough for him. Um, uh, he was he was good. Um, and uh, I don't think I ever shared this story publicly, but I saw his dad after the game. Eric Fisher's dad. And he's like that Bosa kid. Who he's an mf'er. <laughs> like, like, like his dad. His dad was like after the game, like oh, but but we won. You know, like they won, right? It didn't matter. It just it didn't matter. Um, they won the game. I would have voted Bosa for MVP if, if the Niners had won. I don't have an MVP vote, but he was the best player on the field. So my my point about all of that is that you know yeah defense is great and it keeps you in the game but in the end in 2020 to beat the Chiefs you have to score touchdowns and the the Buffalo Bills can do that the Cleveland Browns that appears right now can do that the Tennessee Titans can do that um can can the Steelers do that no (laughs) and if you are a Steelers fan and if you're I think I include Tampa Bay in this a little bit as well um you have to hope that something sort of just clicks and it works again. And it, I think in – I'm trying to think of times when it has. I mean, you look at, like, the Giants Super Bowls, and they just kind of sort of just, like, clicked at the end of the season. Yeah. So, like, so like I, I think I think it it, it, it might – it maybe can, um, but I wouldn't count on it happening. I, especially I, have, with, I have much more faith in Tampa Bay being able to figure it out than Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, Tampa Bay scored 31 points in the second yeah. half the other day. I mean, they, they, look, they look great in the second half. It's just – they just are so – Heck of a giant. I, I I don't know what um they gotta figure something out. But nonetheless, the Steelers, yeah, I I just think they're gonna be a playoff team that um 
these wild card teams in the AFC are legit, man. Yeah, <laughs> like the uh, like like do Steelers now that they won't be the two seed probably, but you know they'll be the 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 three seed. They want to see Tennessee in the first round, of the playoffs. No, absolutely, the not. Browns, the Ravens, no. Yeah, it's it's uh, they've set themselves up for potential doom, and we can dive into all of the uh, AFC implications of the, about that coming up later in the show, including divisional, which now all of a sudden the division could be up for grabs as well too in the AFC North. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be He is Jeff Schwartz. I am Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis here on Outkick, the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. This is a man who the last time we worked together, uh, he was building a chicken coop for some reason. Uh, I don't know the status of that chicken coop, but ladies and gentlemen, the great Jeff Schwartz, what's happening? Uh, the chickens, it's just not going very well. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you're having to do all the work, right? The, the coop, well, yeah, but a raccoon got in the, uh, <laughs> the enclosure one time. <laughs> How'd that and, go? Well, the, all four of the birds uh, didn't go very well for them. Uh, then we got four more birds, and... Um, it's just a waste of time. I don't. Yeah. I just don't understand the point. Like I, I get it. My wife wanted to like. I guess she was having a mid COVID crisis. I, I don't know like what the deal was with the chickens. Um, but she got ones that don't lay a lot of eggs either. So we're not even getting the like. I was like, babe, you know, oh. you go to the store, you get like a you know a dozen eggs for like three bucks. You know, it's like it's not that expensive um, to get some eggs. Like I, we're spending a lot of money on birds don't give us eggs, and so. Yeah. The new project, the new thing is my wife rented a bunch of arcade games, and that's like our garage now just has a bunch of arcade games. That's at least more fun than the chickens. Well, and here, let me just ask you that. Okay, so what's the point of having chickens if they're not going to lay a lot of eggs? It's like non-alcoholic beer. What's the point? It doesn't. I don't know. Do you want me to go get my wife and ask her? I don't understand. I have no Uh, idea. I I just, yeah, that's that's very strange. I mean, she just was like, I just want a chicken. I was like, I just wanted a dog. Can I just get a dog next time, please? Like, can we get a... That's, I just want a German Shepherd puppy. Like that's can we get that instead of getting the chickens? Like I don't really. My da- my daughter loves that. My poor daughter, man. She <sighs> she didn't she didn't see what the raccoon did, did she? You, you no, but the other day, that, right? so we let him we let him out in our yard, just like walk around and stuff. You know, like we let him out of the of the pen for a little bit, right. and um, and uh, a hawk yesterday. <laughs> Picked one up. My no, tried to. I think my daughter came out in the process, um, <laughs> and then uh, she said, uh, "Mommy, she's like, mommy, daddy, blueberry, the blue one, uh, blueberry is uh, is not moving. I think she's dead." And I was like, "I, I don't think so, hon. She just sometimes just like lays very still." And my wife was like, "Nope." Uh, she, my wife, like peered out. She's like, "Oh, nope, she's dead." Um, and yeah, it, I guess, and it's like. I guess my daughter was out there like trying to play with it still, like picking its head up and was like, why, like, why are you not moving bird? And so I asked her, I said, and she's four. I was like, Hey, uh, Emmy was, what do you see? She goes, there was a big bird next to blueberry. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a hawk. And then we see in the neighborhood. So now we have three and we're just going to leave them, 
We're just going to leave him in the pen, I guess. I mean, like, I don't go say that. Like, the point is, okay, that we can let him out. And the kids can play with him. My daughter loves hanging out with him. Oh, she like goes out there like four times a day and just like, like picks him up and gives him hugs and hangs out with him. And I guess it's just like pointless, man. I don't get it. How did it die? So we, this thing. So when the raccoon got in the pen, there was only one bird that had blood on it. So I, I and all four died, and this one there was no blood on this bird whatsoever. So I don't know, like if it just had a heart attack, like got scared, if it got like its neck wrung by like the, the hawk trying to pick it. I don't know. I don't know. There's no, never blood. So so, di- so the hawk did try and pick it up because that's the one thing about ho- think, hawks I and th- owls. I think in these in these and so the, I have silky birds and these like are like, kind of whippy chickens. They're not like like those Rhode Island Reds, like the big old ones. This might not happen to them as quickly as it happened to. To the silky, um, and like I reinforced the chicken coop, so like the raccoon's not getting in there anymore. So like that's been solved. I, it was a latch on the back. Long story, but it's solved. It's not going to happen again. Um, but then my <laughs> our teacher, we had to do this little pod at our house because we we can't uh, you know schools you can't go to school here. And um, she said yesterday that there were two hawks just circling our house when she oh, went outside. Man. So our birds are never allowed out again. <laughs> By the way, I don't want them to die. Like I don't want. I, I'm not, I know. I'm not the, I mean, I know. I know. I just, you know, I mean, raccoons, hawks are picking them out. I mean, what do you got? Like a sniper on a roof somewhere? It's just a waste. It's just a waste of energy. I don't. And, I don't. Really and I feel. I feel bad for her that she's got to see this because it just, you know. I mean, like, like good luck trying to get her to eat buffalo wings. No, I mean, you know my I mean? daughter is different. She didn't really like. It didn't really bother her. Okay. Well, she's got that. She got that offensive lineman's. Mentality. Yeah, she she was like her. she she was like kind of sad for a second, and then she's like not like doesn't. It's a little bit of her compassion sometimes kind of worries me. So I don't know. She's very, <laughs> she's very can be very cold like that sometimes. Does this count as an animal Thunderdome, uh, uh, Roberto? Does this? Count I think as it does. An, an, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, because because apparently um, Jeff's backyard is like the elevator scene in The Departed. Apparently, but because yeah, there's and, just there's just corpses everywhere in his backyard. God, the, the first time this happened, man, you get the birds. It just was like the. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I just want a man. dog. I just want a I mean, dog. Yeah. That's all I want. It'd be a lot easier to actually have a fighting chance against a raccoon, which, by the way, raccoons don't give a flying F about what you have covering up their, your chickens. They well, this is the thing. Is like, get into they open a latch. Savages. On the, they open a latch on the back oh, yeah. of the coop. I didn't realize that, that we had that issue. And so oh, I, that's yeah. now zip tied. So dude, I went out and spent. This is me. I, I am as city as they come. Like, I'm from Los Angeles. I don't do outdoorsy stuff um i never obviously had chickens so i went and bought chicken wire and i reinforced the entire chicken coop with chicken wire i put extra layer like it already has chicken wire i put extra layer on it i then fixed the back of it so a raccoon can't jump like behind the chicken coop the way it's, it's positioned right now i put a layer of of basically mesh over the top of the chicken coop so there's no way that it can like get in there i zip tied the back shut um so the raccoon issue is solved the, the, the raccoon ain't coming in there and getting them but i guess now i have to worry about hawks and i just <laughs> it's great <sighs> well uh listen um uh, uh, jeff schwartz jonas knocks in for clay travis here on fox sports radio um here is uh I, i'm gonna you know get your mind off the uh just what the massacre in your backyard on a daily basis when it comes to your chickens and let me just please see you 
If I were to ask you, biggest blowhards in sports, how far down on that list do we go before we get to Dabo Swinney? Oh, like, he like, is like, he is insufferable. I mean, <sighs> uh, it is he he is in, on another level when it comes to blowhards in the world of sports. His latest thing is he voted Ohio State eleven in his coaches poll. Then he followed that up with a comment in which he said, "Well, you know, to prepare for them, it won't be that difficult because I only have to prepare and watch six games." Uh, and this is after he criticized uh, uh, them getting into the college football playoff or the potential of it uh, a couple of weeks. Weeks ago, talking about how many games they played, he has taken the throne of biggest blowhard in sports. And I got to be honest with you, I used to think it was J.J. Watt. I think Dabo Swinney is a clear, clear. This is like a secretariat type lead over J.J. Watt and some others who really, really love themselves. Some, especially when a mic's in in front of them or or a television camera. Dabo Swinney is insufferable. Ridiculous. Uh, he just makes Clemson very hard to like, and I like a lot of their players. I like Trevor Lawrence. He seems like a really good dude. Um, but just Dabo, he thinks very highly of himself. Oh yeah. Um, and I understand. I understand why he would. He's won two titles in the last in the last four years. Uh, but Nick Saban doesn't act like this. Like kind of like no. an, an arrogant ass. Like you don't act like that. Um, I, I just. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, and then his, his other comments he's made over the years, his whole, like, you know, the, the whole stance on players, you know, name, image, and likeness, like players getting paid. He said he's going to, you know, never coach again once they start getting money. Like, all right, well, Dabo, well, next year it's happening. Are you going to coach? Are you going to quit? Yeah. Um, that type of stuff. Like, he just seems very out of touch with, um, with what's happening around the world as well and his players and, and some of the movements that are happening right now. Um, and even if you, disagree with the uh we are united i think it was right with the cultural players um even if you disagree you should support them anyways right i mean that's your job as a coach we saw nick saban march with his players right i mean i i'm not i i don't know what's in nick saban's heart but you know maybe he disagrees with with some of the you know the we are united he just marched with them anyways right like that's that's kind of your job if Saban makes comments publicly, what are they always about? Him ripping his team or him ripping himself? Or the media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's never he's never calling out Ohio State because they didn't play enough games and then ma- taking little shots and little wise-ass remarks. I'm t- I don't know. I, I, based on the comments, I, I, I wonder how many people are going to be pulling for Ohio State just based on the comments because he's obnoxious, man. He, it, he was so much more likable when Steve Spurrier was smacking him around early on yeah. at Clemson at South Carolina every year. He was so much more likable back then. And I, I worked in South Carolina and, and covered college football in South Carolina, and he was never like this before. But this, the winning, the success has completely gone to his head, and I don't know if it's because he kept hearing over and over the, the term Clemsoning to where you would, uh, you would just collapse late in games or late in seasons but for whatever reason he's taken the throne and has just become obnoxious and and now he's called yeah. like like it's ohio state like ohio state is, is the reason they're only playing six games do you think ohio state wanted to play more they were the one pounding the table to try and get back and play the season it's not their fault they they played the schedule that they had and the fact that Dabo's calling them out it, 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 he should be if you want to call it the big 10 call it the big 10 the fact that he's taken out ohio state i just don't get it um yeah and i it's just 
college coaches end up getting have a lot of power, right? Especially yeah. in, in smaller cities. And 100%. that power, I think, just kind of gets to become their personality. And clearly, it's his personality here. Um, you know, even like last year, I think he was talking about, I think, I, you know, pep rally before the playoff. He's like, they don't believe in us. They, no one thinks we're good. It's like, dude, you're second in the country, buddy. Like, what do you mean? No right. one believes you're good. Right. Like, I get str- that. You want to use straw that straw like, man argument. Like yeah. me against the world type of stuff. I, I get that. But I just, I mean, obviously it works. He gets recruits to come, to come, to, to come. But I, I, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to root for him. And, okay, um, so you're from the West Coast, I and am. out out here, and we're both. I, I was born in Southern California. Um, you you were born in Southern California, if I'm not mistaken. I was. And, and so so I was born and raised in California. I have I have a lot of family in the Midwest in Monmouth, Illinois, but I was born and raised in California. College football out on the West Coast, yeah, it's cool. But, you know, it was never like you, the UCLA-USC rivalry. I always thought, yeah, you know, it, it, it's a rivalry. And I thought I knew what a rivalry was. And then I, I moved and worked in the South. And now you live in the South. Yeah. College football is a different animal out yeah, there. Yeah, it is. It, it is. it is night and day. It actually made me fall more in love with the sport, just seeing how enthusiastic oh, they yeah. are. So to your point, when you talk about in these small towns – the college football coach runs things and has all this power. I do think there's something to it, especially in a place like Clemson where Dabo Swinney's the guy. Like, he is the guy. He's done an amazing job. The the recruiting – Turning that program into a full-fledged national powerhouse to where undisputably they're either one or two every single year in college football. So give him credit for that. But he has just become over the top with whatever his antics and his comments are. And it's almost like he's he's started to believe his own character and his own hype. And, and because of it, as you said earlier, they're just becoming more unlikable. Yeah, you know, you where, where I live in Charlotte, I think college. I mean, college basketball is like the holy grail here oh, in the yeah. Triangle. Um, and I, I'm not like college basketball out in the West. I mean, do we even play college basketball in the Pac-12 conference? Is that <laughs> a thing that we do? It wasn't um, the movie Blue Chips was on the West Coast, wasn't it? The movie Blue Chips, I believe. Yeah, Western. Well, I mean, was this, it was Western. supposed to be was it supposed to be UCLA? Is that what I it was so. supposed to be? Yeah, I, think, um, I think that was the goal. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, I mean, look, college football is getting, look, we see this, I think, even with a sense of a little, a little darker, you know, with Joe Paul at Penn State, right? It just kind of like runs the city. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Dabo is a lifetime coach at Clemson if he wants to be. Um, and he says and does whatever he wants because there's no consequences for saying and do whatever you want. I mean, he can be insufferable all he wants, but he's still getting a top five recruiting class every year. So yeah. obviously he's doing something right, right? I mean, you can. You can get away with with being that that way if you continue to win, and as long as he wins, there's no reason for him to change who he is. And even if he loses, I don't think it's a change who he is. This it's he's won two titles. This is solidified who he is. And you know, as much handering as you want to do over, over the college football playoff system, Clemson and Alabama are by far the two best teams in the country yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I and I don't. I think there's there's a clear separation uh, between the, uh, two and three, and then I think there's even more, obviously, of a separation as we get to number four, which you know we could we can dive into later on. Here is some people still a little bother that Notre Dame is number four. You know, some people still. I don't know who. I, what was the uh, alternative? That's that, my that's, point. Yeah, like like, like what what was going to be for the people, and I'm and I'm telling you this is going to happen when Alabama is blowing out Notre Dame. 
and and everybody knows. I, I do a show with Brady Quinn. He acknowledged it. Oh yeah, he's all. It's 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 a it's a near twenty point uh, line because of that. I we all, everybody understands Alabama's going to blow them out. Somebody's going to run to Twitter and say this is exactly why Notre Dame didn't deserve number four. My my response to them would be okay. So what team would make this a game with Alabama at number four? Honestly, th- this is my point about the casual playoff is. Like, do we want it to just be a participation trophy? Like, do we want to put the the Bearcats in there, Cincinnati, just because they just for fun? For because, like, what you know, the argument for UCF and for and for Cincinnati and and BYU and Coastal is that hey, you know, two thousand eight Utah beat you know Alabama and the and and, and Boise State beat. Oklahoma. Okay, that was that was ten years ago. It was actually twelve years ago. Um, oh, UCF beat Auburn a few years ago. The loser of the SEC championship game is terrible in bowl games. The loser of the Pac-12 championship game is zero and nine in bowl games, and USC is not even playing this year, so it won't it won't matter. The loser of the conference championship game has no motivation. The playoff is a different beast, right? Yeah. You put Alabama against Cincinnati and Al- a motivated Alabama team. The line is going to be thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a I lot. I mean, like, if it's 20 against Notre Dame, what is it against? Like, at least Notre Dame, in the in the in theory, can win the game. I mean, like, they have pro players on their team. Yeah. They've recruited at a high level. The, the Bearcats only beat Alabama only if Alabama has seven turnovers and, and like, forgets to play defense. I don't want to see that. I don't even want to see Notre Dame. I, I just said this year, we're, just, we're making the rules up as we go. Just scrap the playoffs. Just have Alabama and Clemson play each other and be done with it. Yeah. No, I, I be, Well, now I want to watch Ohio State play. Well, yeah, Ohio State can win. I, I don't yeah. think they will. I think Alabama's going to smoke whoever they play. I just think they're, I don't know how you I – mean, you can score points in Alabama. I, I think that's the way you do it, but phew, they are, they're good again. It's incredible. Yeah, unbelievable. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Effing Schwartz, what's happening? Oh, not much. Glad to be here. Um, you know, obviously the holidays is when uh, we get a lot of work here. I'm glad to be working with you. And I am very glad for football. Uh, we made oh, it. Like, I, I did not. Um, I thought the NFL would make it. I didn't think College Bowl would make it. So, um I'm uh, very, very glad to be here. And what's great, look, I cover the Pac-12 Conference for a living, Pac-12 Radio on Sirius XM uh, 373, Monday through Fridays. And it's like, we're talking yesterday, like, oh, well, the season's already over. Like, that's the one thing that feels very odd um, on a sense in college football that, you know, the conference I cover is already over. Um, but we still have a lot of NFL action. And, I mean, this is still, I mean, we have two regular season weeks left, but we have a whole playoffs and... um 
NBA. Does the NBA start today? NBA today. Yeah, season day. That doesn't feel right. It doesn't. I'm I'm not ready for it. It doesn't feel right. I mean, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm glad they won, and they seem to be the favorite again uh, this year. I'm the basketball. I like basketball. I like baseball. I I mean, I watch it all. Um, But I just like my mind is so focused on football. Agreed. That's hard till after the Super Bowl to even realize other sports exist. Yeah. Look, I mean, uh, you can like cake. And you can like ice cream, but if you don't like them together, the last thing I want moments after I had cake was a, a giant jug of ice cream. I don't need it. Listen, I love the NBA, but I'm good right now. Let me just enjoy the cake, and I'll get to the ice cream later. I, don't, yeah, I just don't and, need it right now. And what's it's it's I think much. the thing with the NBA is so tough is that it's not a predetermined winner, but who's being the Lakers this year? I mean, is it... Who in the West? Like, is it the Clippers? We we've seen that story play out. This is the year they're going to get past the conference semifinals. Yeah, I I, th- I think so. I mean, and if you listen to this show, and I, I know that you know the guys uh, uh, doing this show behind the scenes, diehard Clipper fan base here on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, uh, Roberto Justin Cooper in today for Danny G. Uh, diehard. I mean, um, you know, you got uh, uh, Justin Cooper uh, currently wearing an Elton Brand jersey uh, from the Clippers, and then not to be outdone, you've got. Roberto wearing a Michael Cage jersey, uh, former wow. great, yeah, back in the day uh, while they're doing the show. Oh, so candy jersey, yeah, too. Candy as well too. There's, there's that. That's it. Chris Kamen, uh, I believe. There's a Chris, Chris Kamen. There's a Chris Kamen bobblehead in the studio, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, but uh, Portman, <laughs> it, it's, it, I see. You know, it's funny. People, you know, there's a lot of people are like, well, Clippers, they're going to run LA soon. All right, are we sure about that? Because. Uh, I grew up going to games in the sports arena. They've never run anything before. Um, let's be quite honest. Let's be quite honest. And look, this, oh man, the sports arena. What a, uh, what an experience. I could, if, if we had the sports arena during social media era, it would just be, uh, it'd be, it'd be <laughs> beloved. It was such a, a dump. It would be, oh man. But yeah, I, I, look, NBA I heard. Ben Maller, a Fox Sports Radio host here, told me because he's he actually is a legitimate diehard Clipper fan. He's told me stories about how they couldn't get anybody to go to the games at the sports arena, so they would bring homeless people in. That's not surprising. I I, yeah. I would. So I grew up. My uh, my parents had at least my dad had. Uh, I think they split tickets three ways for Laker games in the form. So I grew up going to about you know, maybe maybe seven ten games a year at the form. Um, and we go to the sports arena every now and then. And it, it was like, I mean, I mean I'm, no joke. We would sit like row four, row four. At, at, the, at the form, we sat like the fourth <laughs> row to the top. We were the right. very top right. of the form. Literally, we, we had to walk. It, 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 it's yep. interesting, the, the old Lakers, the form. The media actually used to be up in yes. the in this. That's right. We were actually above the media. So we would yep. actually walk by like Chick Hearn and Stu Lance, like above the media. The Clippers, we were like the fourth row for like $7. It was like the most ridiculous thing ever. If we wanted to go to a game and watch a game like on courtside, you just go to the Clippers games, but then you have to go to the sports arena and watch the, and watch the Clippers play. So, um, it's, uh, he's like memories talking about the Clippers, but are the Clippers going to beat the Lakers this year? I mean, they, the Clippers have never been past a conference semifinal. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, look, there's there's a lot of reasons for that. I mean, uh, you know, I feel like uh, last year uh, they got screwed over on a couple of calls late. They, sh- you know, in, in that Denver game, uh, it felt like the Lakers had a little bit of a cakewalk on on their oh, side. Stop of things. it! I, uh, listen, I, look, I, I'm simply look. I'm reading off the prompter. All right, this is what was put on the prompter <laughs> here on the show by you guys, uh, the Clipper diehard fan base. And so all I'm doing is reading what's on the and for the people listening. Yeah, I'm sure on, Paul George gagging had nothing to do with it. Okay. Well, listen, I I, I have. I have no answers for that. And for the people listening on the great AM 570 LA sports, I'm just simply trying to represent both sides of this. All right. You know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, the Clippers have been bullied enough in this town. Patrick Beverly. So tenacious. He's the glue guy for that team. <laughs> Here it is. How about See? that new Lucas Kennard uh, contract? That's great. <laughs> uh, Lucas, Kennard. Lucas Kennard. Yeah. He's, uh, he's Corey, Corey Haim in, uh, in that uh, football movie, Lucas back in the day, or was it Corey? Is it bad that is it better? I saw that deal and I was like, who? Yeah, exactly. Sixty-four million dollars. Is that a bad thing? Um, How how about Markel Fultz, who literally shoots free throws like a T Rex, and he just got fifty million dollars? How about Lonzo, who's trash? He says, "Nah, I'm okay. I don't need an extension." uh, That's amazing. (laughs) Like he was so Markel Fultz. I remember watching him at Washington and. You know, him and Ben Simmons were kind of in the same boat. I think they're back to back years. So they played on teams that didn't even make the tournament, and it's yeah. like they're the number one pick overall. Like they're that good that they, they don't even make the tournament. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, and, and a lot of similarities in that shooting was the issue. And, and, and obviously, the Simmons, I think, is, and Simmons, I think, has, has obviously done a good job to improve his game. I've heard, I've heard Simmons can shoot threes. He's just like not confident yet to do it in a game, which is odd. But yeah, people say he can shoot. If, like when they go watch him in practice, he shoots fine. He's not yeah, doing a game yet. Um, yeah, and they say Alonzo can shoot too. Really? <laughs> I don't yeah, think I so. Mean, listen, I mean, uh, you know, here we're, now we're going to take out Big Baller Brand. Is, is that next? Uh, what, you guys? I'm in Charlotte. I'm going to be there? me and Lavar going to be best friends. I'm be courtside those those Hornets games. Oh, give me um, some BBB stuff, man. I love BBB. Um, Lamelo's looked great in the preseason so far. I, I just, dude, I, I, I can, I'll say this. I've been to, not, I've not been to many basketball arenas, but I can't imagine that there's an atmosphere worse than the Hornets games. There is, <laughs> it, it is, it is, it is, it is atrocious going to Hornets games. Like, I just, in the amount of, of things they do with like giveaways and, Music playing the whole time oh, and stuff yeah. to distract play the people t-shirt who are actually watching cannons. the games. Yeah, t-shirt and cannons I, again, and all that crap. I, I think I grew up spoiled because Lakers don't do that. They don't do like a bunch of giveaways all game and like play music the entire game and try to like distract the fans from the actual game that's happening. <laughs> I mean, if, if you want if you want to have a worse atmosphere, all right, try being in Wrigley Field when the Cubs are trailing late in a playoff game. It, it's like hanging out in a morgue. You're just looking around for. But that's tags. normal. This is like I'm, I'm talking about. Like you just show up at the Hornets game. You're like, oh my god, what's happening in this arena? Oh yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's very now. Look back in the day, the Clippers. If you went to if you went to Staples Center, because I can remember doing field reporting and, and covering Clippers games, and then I went and covered a Laker game, and it was it was a night and day difference. Oh yeah, just, see, just seeing the difference between the two. They've got to really work to try and to, to get people interested back in the day. And so that's when you got the, the T-shirt cannons oh, yeah. and all the other giveaways and the, and the games that they've got to play. You know, it's like, it's like look, look at the Padres. The Padres have a damn sandbox in the outfield. 
what the what the hell are we doing here? Like like they've got a sandbox in the outfield that was strictly because they realized, man, we can't get anybody to go to these games. So at least give something their kids can do while their parents are are, are drinking nine dollar <laughs> IPAs while they're watching a game. It's you nine dollars. It's not like Dodger Stadium's not seventeen dollars for an IPA. Who knows? I've actually, I've never been to a game at Petco. I really want to go to a game at Petco for whatever reason. I've never been to a game there. I have no idea why. But yeah, beer it's, prices. Although you so, know what. I'd love to be able to pay for a beer in a ballpark right about now. That'd it be would fun. be, it would, yeah. I mean, I, I've already told my I'd kids like it. I'm excited to go. Hopefully by September to football games again and like take Oregon plays at the Horseshoe next year. And I'm planning on going. So um, I hope that we have figured out uh, our life by then and we can go to we can go to games. Um, but yeah, oh, NBA so starts. You're going to do Oregon Ohio State next year. I'm going to pull all the. I'm going to that. I'm going to pull all the favors that I have left at Oregon and get me a, a ticket to that game. Oh yeah. Columbus, I've never been to Horseshoe before. Columbus and Dublin—it's a fun area, man. There's a lot of stuff to do. That's it's and it's a, a, a secret, sort of a, a secret spot. Dublin slash Columbus near the university downtown. It, that's actually a really fun area. That that's a fun area out there. You'll have a good time. Now, I, now I wouldn't recommend going bar hopping with the kids. All right, I wouldn't recommend doing that. I don't do that. There. I don't. I'm not a bar person anyway. It's like I'm just like I just you know why? And here's why. Ye- yesterday was a good example. So I'm at the park with my kids yesterday. Okay, we're outside. We're playing. And I see this, I see this, this dad, he's, he's got his kids there too. He's wearing, and you know, he's all dressed up for work. I guess he's going to work afterwards. And I see him kind of eyeing me. Okay. He's just looking at me and I'm like, oh geez, here we go. <laughs> so I, I look What'd over. Would you say, hey buddy, I'm married. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> not I mean that, not I mean like that. No one, no one's, I was not looking very attractive yesterday. I would have. I was, I was wearing a, my, my hair is not done. I'm wearing my big car heart because it's cold outside. Um, okay, so nonetheless, and so I see at one point, I just turn around. I'm not looking per se at him. And he's on his phone. And he's showing his wife his phone. I'm like, oh, geez, he's looking at my picture. I know it. And three seconds later, his wife is like, hey, are you Jeff Schwartz? And I was like, I was like, yes. And uh, he's like, well, my husband's a big fan. And he wouldn't even, didn't even talk to me. I was trying to like, hey, man, what's going on? He like, didn't even talk to me. And I was like, <laughs> what the and, hell? And I was he like, grabbed onto his wife's leg. And, <laughs> and, and I was like, and I was like, uh, I was like, all I was like, all right, well, great conversation. That's why I don't go out. I, I, it, I just don't like, I don't care enough. Like, I don't like, I don't like going out. I don't drink. So like going out is like pointless anyways. Um, and I just don't, when I go out, I just don't want to like talk about football. I, people think that's weird. My, I just don't like, I talk about football all day. I, I have this show today. I have a podcast. I have another two hours of radio later. When I go out, I just don't want to talk about football. People think it's so weird. I don't think it's weird. It's uh, I I've never been. Nobody's ever like uh, approached me in public. They have no idea what I am. I tell people I'm Jamaican because like it's gonna take. Re- if you're driving around listening to this show for the first time, I, I'm Jamaican. Like yeah, try try looking me up. Try finding that out because it's radio. So you've got the TV element to it. So so you're recognizable. Plus you played in the NFL. The one time. When's the last time you got approached and somebody asked for your autograph? How often does that happen? Uh, that's been a while. Well, I guess I we someone who worked for us who like on the out backyard asked for my autograph. So I guess okay. recently. Okay, so I was at uh, Super Bowl Radio Row in Atlanta a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, and, nice. And uh, so you were you were at the at that Super there. Bowl, correct? Yeah, okay. I was, yeah. So you remember, how, like, it was set up. It was really spacious, and and there was a lot of room, and it was in downtown Atlanta, and the bathrooms were a little bit of a walk to try and get yes. to get to all the media stuff. And so I was walking out of the bathroom. 
And this guy walks up to me with a Vikings helmet. And he says, hey, man, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to, to bother you, but um, could I get your autograph? And I looked and I was like, you want my autograph? He goes, yeah, no, it, it'd be an honor. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this guy listens to weekend overnight radio. And he Who's goes, he like, wow, you it's interesting. He goes, you're Adam Thielen, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse you. <laughs> oh, excuse you. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a second. What? Adam Thielen. I, I look closer to Caitlyn Jenner than Adam Thielen, you, and he came see, up to me with a Vikings around, helmet. This is randomly walking around downtown Atlanta by yourself, like <laughs> Centennial Park. You're just like with no handler by yourself. That's <laughs> yeah, incredible. It's like I'm just, uh, I was. I literally had a media credential. Pa- I was coming out of the bathroom to go back to the Fox Sports Radio booth, and this guy gives me a Viking. And the second he left, I thought, "You idiot! I should have signed it." Hell yeah! And just I put should, your name instead. I didn't, but but I didn't even think at that time. I was so blo- I w- first of all, I was wait. I don't. I, I don't even look anything close to Adam Thielen. It's not even, not even in the same stratosphere as Adam Thielen. I look. I look more. I look closer to St- Stefan Diggs than I do Adam Thielen. <laughs> and that guy, that guy gives me this helmet. And the second he left, I thought you're a moron. I should have signed it. Because then he would have tried to probably resell that on eBay oh, or something course. like that, well, and yeah. somebody would have paid full price for it, never knowing that the guy who actually was Adam Thielen on the helmet it used to be the rat at Chuck E. Cheese. He would have no idea. That's that's incredible. I I'm I love you brought up Radio Row because for those who don't uh, know, it's Super Bowl, and I don't think they're doing it this year. They might. No. I'm, not, I'm not going to Tampa, but um, you know, every year for Super Bowl, there's the the, the actual game itself is like. At some point, it's an afterthought. Like the entire week, oh, yeah. there's a giant convention center, and every radio, um, you know, every media company, Fox has a giant set there too. And NFL Network has a huge set there, and CBS and NBC, and it's a giant convention center. It's a big, and you know, people walk around, do interviews and whatnot. So my favorite part is that I work for multiple different companies. I can just choose which food I want to eat and which and which so like I can go like if 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 Fox has some good food uh I'll just go I'll just I have my pass I mean it says serious typically on my pass but you can go anywhere with the pass I'll just go get myself some snacks at the Fox set (laughs) serious serious has some good stuff last year they had a great set I would just go in the back and grab myself some food on the serious set um so I just I, I use that advantage of being a nomad to eat better um, at Radio Row. <laughs> by by the way, the only thing they had in Miami last year was they had the um, uh, the coffee, the uh, the espresso shots, the espressos, a little cart right outside the doors yeah. of the media center. And people were slamming these things. And oh, they, it was basically, oh, yeah, it was they, liquid cocaine. Yeah, it was the, cocaine the, in a glass. Basically. The media, the media food, the actual food. There was none. It was like they didn't there provide no, any food nothing. for the media. It was nothing. But even, see, here's the thing. So, like, Sirius last year had behind the scenes had some really good food, and so I would eat because Fox wasn't you know Fox's set last year wasn't as big because they weren't doing the game right. So the, I think mean, the Atlanta Super Bowl they had the game right. So it was a giant like well no huge... Fo- Fox had the game last year which was we- which was weird oh they because, did last year yeah yeah Fox had the game last year. Uh, Fox Sports Radio, the the setup wasn't as big last year. Oh, you're right. Year the other, I went. The year before. I, w- I went to the beach. The beach where Fox had their TV set. You're right. Huge. Was, yeah, huge. It was huge. That was really nice. Yeah, that was awesome. It was huge. That was. Yeah. Uh, you're right. It, they, they didn't do it at Radio Row. They did it over there. Um, but yeah, so I could just get to choose which food. Oh, you're right. The Fox set on the Miami Beach, South Beach, was awesome. I went there. It was just was so hot. 
just in my like suit it, to do my hot. one TV hit. I'm just pouring By the sweat. Way, you, you know what's crazy to think about? That was only like that was what a month before everything got shut down. Yeah, people believe that like that was a huge super spreader event without knowing it. Super Bowl. Yeah, like because I remember seeing a couple of people in the airports heading out there because that was just a weird time. Because I flew out on the Sunday, and that was the Sunday Kobe Bryant died. Oh, and so yeah. you know, I'm I'm getting I'm going on a plane right after that happened. I'm like, oh geez. And so that all that's happening. People are watching the TVs, but I remember seeing a couple of people wearing masks. And then, you know, talking to because they're like, ah, you know, just in case, because we're not sure whether or not this thing is is going to come over to the U.S. And then just to think a month later, everything shut down, everything completely shut down. It, it's it's crazy. It makes you wonder if you're ever going to have those events like they were back in the day, because I, in I Miami so. last year, there was no social distancing. You couldn't oh, hardly was, get by in the media center. And it was uh, the parties were and I, I'm like I said, I don't party, but my brother was playing the game. So my wife came down with me and I always told her I've been going now for five years to Radio Row. And normally, dude, literally, I just I go. I don't like going out at night. Like I, I have no problem hanging out with buddies and like grabbing us drink somewhere quiet. Like I don't mind doing that thing or like go, you know, staying at the hotel and hanging out with people. I just don't like to go to like parties and big bars and I don't like it being loud. I'm just an old curmudgeon. Um, but I always told my wife that like if she came down to the Super Bowl, we would party. And I took her out. We partied. We had a fun time, went to concerts, all that stuff. It, it was a ton of fun. Like we had and the Chiefs Super Bowl party, the after party was unreal. Real. It was a ton of pit bull performed for an hour and a half. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, it was so much fun. But like, yeah, we like there was no distancing. It was. Uh, I went to the bar stool party and in, in, in a tent. Like it was. There was none of that happening. We didn't yeah. know. And I, I think I'm. I'm hopeful that once the vaccine gets rolled out, we will get to a point where next year it's Super Bowl. I think it's in Los Angeles, right? Um, I think so. We'll yeah. get back to kind of the fun parts of the Super Bowl. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, those will be. Uh, I miss those days. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at six a.m. Eastern, three a.m. Pacific. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.